0: He you, like, actually me.
1: let him choke you out, like. I didn't
0: let him. So, Alyssa, thanks for coming to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, what was your process like for deciding the program that you're in now, the direction?
1: Going from, like, grade 11 to grade 12 was, like, such a huge transition because, like, grade 11, my parents were still, like, super on my back for, like, take your sciences, take your sciences. Right. And then by the time I got to grade 12 and I was registered in all my sciences and like I had room for like one elective which was my international business class I was like you know what like I had like I have an uncle that's in business like he's a Mm -hmm. commerce guy super like active in accounting and whatnot and I was like no what like I'm going to take business because like my sister came from radiation therapy and I was just like there's no way I can do Sciences for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Like, I have a girl, like, I have a, well, I had a grandmother that we took care of for 15 years, and I was mm-hmm. like, we're not, like, I could never be in the healthcare field. And then I, like, the only other thing I saw school for, for sciences, were, was like research or going to med school. i like, I don't want to do any of those. So that was essentially like the process I took, and like, just like preparing myself to be like, well, mom, dad, like, not going to the healthcare Yeah,
0: world. Why didn't you want to? Like, What was the setting then? Just too much of, like too emotional? Like, too many emotions no, for it? Or? I
1: wouldn't say emotional, it's just like, if anything, I'm not emotional enough. Like, I'm not compassionate enough to be- I not care ta- enough. I'm not compassionate um, enough, enough to take care of others. Like, mm-hmm. having my grandmother around for 15 years, like, you just realize, like, why would you want to expose yourself to that full time? Why would you want to have a job where you're, Constantly having to take care of someone and then coming home and being like, well, now I'm exhausted. And like, for people who truly want to be in that type of field, like, I get it, like, I do, Mm -hmm. but I could never be in that field. Like, I would find that too, like, mentally draining. Right.
0: That's fair. So now, what's your program now?
1: Business. So I'm in business and I have a double major in finance and accounting.
0: So now, for somebody like me who just hears that, or anybody really who just hears that, what would you say? Could you explain that further, what that program essentially entails?
1: Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, business essentially is like just a vast variety of like everything pertaining to business. So you have your marketing classes, you have your accounting classes, you have uh, general finance, you have Even like some electives because like in every program you have like three elective classes because you need to like diversify yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Management classes, I can't forget those. Management classes are like a key one in first year. So your first like two years are very general. So you're taking operations, marketing, finance, all that fun stuff. And then after that, that's when you specialize or you start specializing in your second year. And that's when you can actually stream off. So you have your majors in finance, accounting, marketing, Mm -hmm. HR, operations, and I think there's a few more. So that's when you can like start deciding like which field you wanna go off into or you can just do a general like bachelor's degree of like business, which a lot of students do do because unless you have like a very specific plan with your specialization, Or like a job opportunity you know you're already kind of going to. Like I know some people will do marketing because they're like, oh, like I already have like an in with a car dealership or whatever it might be.
0: Do you have an in with somewhere? Or
1: I didn't know. And like I kind of chose accounting because of my uncle. So he's an accountant? Yeah. 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 Well he his wife currently is. Okay. And he, was an accountant for a long time, but then he streamed off into finance.
0: So that's oh, kind okay. of why I wanted to do both. Just to get a bit of both and like understand which yeah. one
1: to- I feel like okay. they're both very mathematically like important.
0: Right.
1: And I don't know, there's just always like a lot of more, I find there's a lot more jobs available in those fields. Mm-hmm. Whereas like marketing, marketing can be so competitive. Like if you want to do like a, a BBA in commerce, mm-hmm. I mean, a BBA in marketing, you have to be constantly connecting yourself with the right people and trying to like, get into the right stream because it's just like, you're competing with everyone. Right. That's why like I find like, communications is kind of funny because that's kind of where like, communication students often stream off into, is into like, the marketing field because that's what third degree also is in. Like, you're learning how to properly be like part of a sales team almost in like mm-hmm. marketing, like you're you're trying to advertise for a company or whatever. And that's where like, I find there's just so much competition in that field. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's why you're more specific towards finance and accounting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So now do you have any marketing strategy advices you would have? Like pieces of advice or that you would have for somebody say doing a podcast and trying to just get or even like small businesses and starting out. Like how would you approach marketing for them? Like if I hired you as a marketing strategist.
1: Okay. Well, it depends. Like you always have to have your target audience. So you have to choose like for you, like you're trying to aim for people within our age category. Right. Like, like young
0: adults, like 18, 17, 18 to like 24, 25. Exactly.
1: People who are starting their careers, people who are in post-secondary, maybe like their last year of school, Right, like exactly, like the transitioning periods. So that's why you have to really like research that market specifically and how, okay, well, these people listen to Spotify, they listen to YouTube. You have to like advertise on like their sort of like social platforms. You would also not only like would you just like apply a picture, but you would also be like, okay, like, you know what? Like this age group specifically enjoys like this type of modern art. So like you wouldn't just like you wouldn't just post a picture of like anything. you would have to tailor it to like, oh, like we like things that are clean and fun and Mm -hmm. like you would have to like advertise it in a way to be like, you know, like talk about people's experience because like that's like a huge key to like our age group we're always about like the experiences and like goal setting because like that's such a huge thing in Mm -hmm. our age category it's not like oh i'm gonna buy a house at the age of 18 and start a family it's i want to be successful like
0: really what goals short-term goals so you want to like you
1: almost want to tailor slogans and stuff to things like that like how what would like attract someone your age a 23 year old male like what what would catch your eye? Something like travelling wise, like you know might
0: say. So. And that's what I was just talking to Chris and Sadiq was asking you both actually about it. it was with like the travelling then Chris got in like, oh like, I don't know when I should do it, like I'm gonna do it potentially this year with a buddy of mine or like last next summer. It's like, I don't know. It's like do it. Like don't don't put it off. Don't well, like, you already did it. it. Yeah, like, did, That was,
1: like, your reward after... It was the best. After yeah. college was, like, you know what? Like, I'm going to finally fucking... <laughs> I'm going to put my full full pledge into this. Because yeah. you did it with James. And yeah,
0: shout-out to him. shout out to you, uh, James Holden at jholden92. For anyone who enjoys landscape and um outdoor, adventurous photography lifestyle photos. Thank you, that's my pluck for the day. Mm. You oh, should no, also so.
1: check out his uh, Midnight Newfie uh, dog Oh binge. yeah,
0: oh, that good. Man, he hasn't posted a lot about that well, one no, though, on that one lately. but
1: I miss her. I miss yeah, Midnight. Me too. me too. She was a great dog.
0: She was a dear. sweetheart, she shed like crazy, if you can imagine.
1: She did, but like.
0: It's all right. Sorry, I've seen scared. I've
1: seen way worse dogs that shed way worse. What of
0: dog shed worse? Golden retriever. Do a golden retriever?
1: His sister does. Uh-oh. They're like see. This is bad. Like my ex-boyfriend had one too and I was just like dying every time I went to his house I'm like oh.
0: mm. But like it wasn't too bad
1: I actually didn't find Midnight that bad, like for allergy wise. Weird. Like she did shed.
0: Yeah. But
1: she shed it in like clumps too.
0: I yeah, it was more so clumps. When you like know. it was
1: never like oh you just had the, these annoying little hairs everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of clumps, which is manageable. True. And like James really cares for her, like he never- Yeah,
0: he's a pretty <laughs> loving dog owner.
1: That's that's his but, baby girl. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is, but. He'd, he'd be hilarious, though, because when I'd ask him, be like, hey, dude, he'd be like, yo, I'm sending a Snapchat of like this dog. And I'd be like, yo, Nina, like, James really works with the women and the dog. And he's like, yeah, I probably just send Snapchats, like, hey, you want to come walk my dog with me? And then no one's like, ever been like,
1: no, it's okay. That's
0: literally what I'm he was saying. He's like, yeah. that's how I get girls. Yeah, that's so what he says, to me. He's like, dude, just buy a dog. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'll just borrow yours, bro. So i just watch whatever. He was in his clinical. I'd be like, yo, I'll take midnight. Midnight so yeah so do you have any slogans referring back to what you talked about do you have any slogans oh, that shit. you've seen that you don't like
1: that I don't like, like for
0: example like Nike just do it like I love that slogan. Yeah.
1: like that was actually genius like Fair. and then Shia LaBeouf like his video made that. yeah I don't know I can't think of any offhand that I really don't like I've definitely seen ones I don't like I find like a huge thing for me isn't even necessarily slogans that I find like I hate but it's more so like the logos
0: okay what makes a good logo to you?
1: something clean I find logos that are too like artistic like I don't like that for the simple fact that like when you look at a logo that's like the first thing you're going to Associate the product with right, so like as soon as you see Dodge products, you have like that annoying, like bull or whatever. What is it? It's a ram, it's a ram, (laughs)
0: yeah.
1: Uh, I know, I think it's just like it's such a key thing to like have something that's like relates to your product that's clean. Like, I've seen logos that are like very like. Like, you know what it is when you look at it, but it's not very Mm clear-cut. At least when you look at, like, the dodge symbol, you know exactly, like, you associate it to, like, if you can't dodge it, ram it. Like, you always think of that slogan, too. So it's just, like...
0: Okay.
1: Have have you heard of that slogan? All the trucks had that. Am I crazy? No. They had that. I never heard
0: that one time.
1: If you can't dodge it, ram it. Whole bunch of trucks had that. That was like a truck thing.
0: Like a, like a sticker? Like a bumper sticker is that
1: Or like yeah, it was, it was like on the back, sticker. like the truck rear window. Like you saw that a uh, lot. Oh, you yeah. can't dodge it, right? Yeah.
0: Oh no. know, I, it's creative. It's funny. But meh. I have a dodge. I like it. It drives sometimes.
1: It Depends it on the temperature though? outside. Yeah yeah
0: yeah my brother was telling me like it's supposed to. It should. <laughs> <laughs> For like another week. At least we start to snow them again. Like it's like most days when they end like it doesn't start sometimes when like if the day ends in Y, it typically doesn't start. But some days I push it out. i like oh like that's why I park in my neighbor's driveway. Because I just get all the speed coming up the corner, hit the bump, and that kinda like shoom takes me up into his driveway and then all of a sudden I just put it and just roll we're gonna it down, no. yeah, We're going to follow him
1: home. Yeah, we're going to follow him home. You don't have to. No, we're going to follow him home after this just so you can see the driveway. Mm-hmm. It's terrible.
0: So, referring back to the process that you went through in selecting your program, would you do anything differently with what you know now about the program or anything? No no No.
1: so like I feel like that's like probably the biggest thing that bugs me is like going into college or university or choosing what you want to do after post-secondary is like post-secondary after secondary Mm -hmm. is like the hardest thing to do because it's just like how are you supposed to know at the age of 17 or 18 like I want to I want to do this for the rest of my life right like did you know that you wanted to like do architecture? You not thought really. you did, yeah. and like it fit, so you did it.
0: Yeah, it's just you, one of those things you want to learn about.
1: Like, you didn't know that you wanted to do automotive for the rest of your life. Like, you were like, that's what I like, but She's like- She's
0: referring to the her boyfriend who's behind yeah, the camera. Yeah, he's right on the side. Producing the show. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: But it's just like, for me, I knew There was just something about it. Like, I knew that I wanted it. And, like, even now, so, like, I still talk about, like, oh, I want to do, like, a nutrition degree. Like, I just constantly want to do, like, more education. And nutrition is probably the only, like, health field that I actually really like. Mm -hmm. But my degree is just so applicable. So, so applicable. It's like, even if I didn't do anything at all, in finance or marketing or anything industry-wise, yeah. I would still be using it every day. And then it's just like whenever I tell someone I have a business degree and like we get talking about that, it just brings up so many conversations and I love it. and mm-hmm. like I like talking about money as weird as that sounds. Like, right. I like being able to like, discuss like, what's the best way to do this, or what's the best way to do whatever? And like a lot of people don't have like common knowledge of like. TFSAs and RRSPs and like planning for the future and I just think that's really cool. I don't
0: know. So speaking of that, I'm going to ask you two questions, but first, one, could you explain for people who don't know, who aren't familiar, who banks just tell, because when banks sell you on an account, typically they make commission, right? Is that correct? Or they they gain some form of income off you, like they profit from it. Is that how that works?
1: Kind of. So. The way, from my knowledge anyways, like the way individuals make money who like are setting up your accounts and stuff is when you start doing investments. So underlying 221 of Mm -hmm. income taxes, you're able to deduct any fees associated to investments that earn you income. So like if you buy $500 worth of stocks and then you have to pay like a transfer fee and a professional fee and, I don't know, some form of tax on it, that would all be a deductible underlying 221 no because kidding. you were trying to claim, like you were trying to earn income <laughs> by investing. Right. So it's just another way of earning money, right? Like it's not like you're trying to get T4 income out of it. And that's how they make money is, like as soon as you start investing, so if you were like, oh, I wanna set up a TFSA account, and I want to invest through my TFSA account because everything that I make in that isn't so taxable, free, yeah. then you can easily be like, okay, like invest uh, in lower stocks in my TFSA. Mm-hmm. Those people who are doing that for you right. and saying, okay, like we're sending it all up into like this industry of stocks for you at low okay. risk, that's how they're making money. So, it's not like, oh, I go to the bank and I'm setting up a savings account.
0: Right. It's a little more. And, like, you
1: know. banks, like, that's actually the biggest way that banks make money is by um, charging you bank fees. Like, when you take out money and stuff, that's like the biggest way they make income is through minimum, like, or if you make minimum payments on, like, let's say your car or your mortgage or your visa. That's the biggest way banks make money.
0: Banks make money off minimum payments. So say for example, then we'll go into it. If you have a mortgage on a house and the minimum payment is five, like what? It's 5%, for example, 5% mortgage payment, just for the sake of the conversation, then you'd in, how would they make money on that? Like, Like,
1: you know how usually like, if if you were to buy a house that's like Mm -hmm. 250,000 and your monthly mortgage payment is like $1,400, on that monthly mortgage payment, just like a visa, you have the option, if like you're low on money that month, to pay like a minimum amount of like whatever the set rate was. Right. Like if it's for a mortgage, I actually don't know what how much it would be for a mortgage, but usually on like a visa, it's like thirty dollars or something. Mm-hmm. You're not actually most of that thirty dollars isn't actually getting paid towards your principal payments; getting paid towards interest. Um, so that's how they make money—is off of like that interest.
0: Off that interest, like you know, so they'll make the interest on the payments towards like a mortgage, payments towards a yeah. car payments, or payments towards like just line like credit, your everything. Line of credit, Mastercard, because like there's right. always going
1: to be an interest rate, and that's how they make. It. That's how they make. Money. Or if like they just they're charging you to take money out of your account if you went over like so many. Like uh, if you're taking money out of your bank account right. through a debit card and you're only allowed to do it like so many times a month at like the yeah at the machine right. That's like one of the biggest ways to make money.
0: Yeah, and I know because I had that and then I guess I used it a few times and I wasn't aware and I was like oh, I have no idea. But you're this. like,
1: why is there like a four dollars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. On that? Yeah. And I
0: was like, you could pay four dollars a month and have unlimited, right? But paying that unlimited. Or if you have a student account,
1: it's free. It's unlimited.
0: Really. Yeah. So then how do you set up the student account? Is that just if you're a certain age or you need to qualify?
1: As soon as you're under 18, like, you qualify for a student account, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was still on a junior account. Like, I didn't know that. So I went to my bank, and when I had originally set up my original, like, bank savings account back when I was, like, 12 or 13 with my dad, they never changed it. So, like, I was only allowed to take like $100 out of my bank account per transaction. And I could only do it like twice a day or something. Mm -hmm. And so there's like different types of student accounts. And like that was like specifically set in place because like I was 13 probably when I got it. But they were like, oh, like you're obviously not a junior anymore. Mm -hmm. Why are you still on that account? They changed it over. A student account, so like, nothing really changes. Nice. But it's just like a classification for them, I guess. Um, but let's say, like, your girlfriend, if she doesn't have a student account, she could literally just go to her bank and be like, I'm a student at the ranch and like set me up an account.
0: And like, that would mean she doesn't get charged if she takes over a certain amount that the bank has set up. Right? For yeah, so like if she infusions. wants to like
1: go and pull out $100 five times a day, like she could.
0: But if she doesn't have that student account, she potentially I And mean, it's different. Over. It's different per bank. Like it's right. different per bank. Which bank do you use? TD.
1: I use more than one bank, but RBC doesn't charge me.
0: Right. Why is that? Like why? Why more than one bank? Don't you get loyalty benefits if you're?
1: You got to shop around. You got to see who <laughs> gives you the best deals. That's
0: a good point. That was you actually. Yeah, now that I remember that. It was you who told me. You're like, yo, don't go look at just one bank for the mortgage appraisal. Yeah. But I think.
1: as, soon as you was do, it
0: you who told me that.
1: As soon as you do too many, yeah,
0: it well, hurts yeah, you. It yeah. was you. Yeah, it was you, and I thank you for that because I was like, oh, I'm just gonna. Because who was it? Like the bank guy told us like, yeah, like uh, look here, look here, and then my realtor was like, yeah, shop around as well. And people were like, oh, look around at different banks, but then you're like, if you look around to see who's gonna get you the biggest, best mortgage rate, it might hurt you more short term because you would have done seven when the limit's at five, so.
1: Yeah, because it just looks bad. I don't know mm-hmm. why, like how will they like mathematically pre calculate that. I'm not sure. About but that. like apparently like that hurts your credit. Yeah. Right. I never knew that, but and there's a difference between pre like, like pre qualification <laughs> and getting pre approved. Mm-hmm. So like I think pre is kinda stupid because you should kinda know what you're getting pre qualified for. That's because because yeah. they're gonna look at like basic things like you're single, you're a male, you're a female, they're gonna look at your last 12 months of employment, they're going to look to see whether or not your job is permanent or not. Right. So like, I don't know if you're technically considered permanent or not. Yeah, no, I
0: don't know, I like to believe the world is my classroom. That's what
1: I'm saying.
0: Cause it's like, oh, I can't imagine being 21, getting a job, and just doing that for, till I'm like, what, 65, fuck that.
1: But like that's the thing, like they'll look at whether or not like you're on a contract or if if your job's permanent. I right. uh, you know some jobs like don't have either; they just kind of employ you, and like yep. they would lay you off if they no longer need you. So yeah, I thing. think that's kind of how my job is though. Yeah, and so. so that's why like you could literally get a letter from your employer sedating, like you know what like we have no intentions of getting rid of this guy. Like we plan on keeping him If like, that's kind of like where you're at in your employment. And that would help. That would benefit benefit, like how much you could get approved for. But like, essentially if you know you're making like $40,000 a year, you probably won't qualify for like $250,000 in mortgage. And they're gonna look at like geographically where you're buying.
0: True, why is that? Like, just like, because buying, whether in the South End versus the Donovan?
1: No, like, geographically, like, in Ontario. So, like, if you're getting pre-approved for a mortgage up here in the North, like, they're going to assume you're buying in the North.
0: Right. I get that.
1: Which is, like, an important factor.
0: So, what's then the difference between, for that example, between buying up North here in Sudbury versus down South in Toronto or Barrie? Like, would you get approved for more there?
1: Honestly, I don't know. I do not know. Because houses up here are cheaper, so they would probably factor in like you don't need as much. I don't know. Right. But like the thing sure. is, like the north is booming.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: so much more is happening up in Sedbury, And that's why I think like even the like, market for like in the valley will eventually boom because I think we're gonna be due for a recession shortly. And then yeah. I think like after we have that like trough, like we'll go up in the economy. Like we'll have that like little roller coaster, and I think like, you know, we'll eventually have like a recession within the next few years, like two, three years, and then we're gonna go up. We're gonna have like the boom in our economy once everything's like built. Cause there's a whole bunch of other businesses that are coming to mm-hmm. Sudbury, mining, other shit like that, right. and that's gonna like benefit us once that's all done. And that's also when the like housing market's gonna be like. Right. And that's also like a key thing, like when you're buying houses, is to look at how the economy's doing. Because if you see that there's a lot of other, how, what's the word, uh, and like housing companies, like people who build houses, like Delron and stuff. Yep. If you see like that, like the developers. Yeah, if you see that they're building houses, that's like a key. Perspective to look at because that's probably going to mean like the, the economy is going to be booming. Right.
0: Okay. So can you explain to me then Because I'm curious what leads to a recession. For people who don't know, because I have a surface level knowledge about that.
1: that's just like a lot to say at once essentially there's like quite a few things that drive our economy um, and like that's why I'm that's why I wanted to mention about the housing market that's like mm-hmm. one of the key indicators is to be watching how to like to be watching like the developers and to be watching um, the interest rates because right. essentially the government kind of controls the economy and in order for like we need recessions. as silly as that sounds like we need recessions to stay as like a healthy economy because it's it's normal to have like the the, the drops and, lows, yeah. and the booms and you have to look at how the government's dis- like distributing money because mm-hmm. when you're looking at how it's distributing money the more output it's putting like money wise mm-hmm. so outputs and inputs is how you look at the recession. And then if you look at also um, the interest rates that bank sets. So as soon as a bank sets like a low interest rate, you know that like the housing market's gonna be booming, you know that people are gonna be buying houses, all that. You're gonna be at like the peak in your economy, everyone's gonna be spending money, like you know, uh, minimum wage went up, all that. And then, you're gonna see that like, the economy is gonna eventually go back down once outputs from the government's gonna stop. True. And then, okay. like, usually when the economy, like, you're gonna know that the economy is gonna start going down mm-hmm. when the banks start setting higher interest rates. Oh, uh, okay. Because people won't wanna buy. Like, a lot of people on their mortgage don't have, like, a, uh, a set interest rate. So they have, like, a fluctuating interest rate. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge driver to the economy, too. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just like you have to be watching things like that. Stock markets, like if you're watching the stock market, like be watching, like, specifically like the TSX stock market versus like everything that's happening elsewhere because, like, the TSX one is like a huge driver to like how we're doing in Canada. Um, okay, and that's why, like, Action Dollar and the stocks we did. Yeah, we did Dollarama for our finance project for my finance two class. And that's actually like one of the discussion points I said in that presentation was the fact that Dollarama, because of the industry that falls in, it's consumer goods, right? You're always gonna need that type of stuff regardless of how the economy is doing. That's why like the Dollarama stock was such like a beneficial stock to buy. Not to mention, if you would have bought Dollarama stocks during the last recession and you bought like a a good chunk of it, you probably would be a millionaire right now. Because like they like Dollarama stocks also went down mm-hmm. like considerably enough. Right. But not enough in comparison to like other stocks that just like crashed. Crash. Crashed. Right. So
0: but nice. like that's why okay. like
1: Dollarama like they stay like pretty consistent within like the graph because it's just like you're always going to need that type of stuff it's just like grocery stores like you can't stop buying food
0: right everybody's gonna eat
1: and that's also why like even when our dollar like our minimum wage went up that's why you didn't see that there was a huge inflation in groceries and stuff like that is because people had more money to buy stuff right. so there is more money going back to the economy it didn't actually hurt yeah okay. that's why like a lot of people are like you know like it's not like a good thing that minimum wage went up and I do see the perspective but it's also like more money was going back into the economy now because more
0: people yeah. are to spend right it's like when you <clears throat> people that's why what people who make more money or they get a raise they just end up buying more, right? Like they always want okay. to get higher of a lifestyle, make more money so they, they can spend more, it's a vicious.
1: It's a vicious cycle. Um, that's not the case for everyone, obviously. True. And yeah, that's also why you see people who are like multi-millionaires, like they got lucky, like they were either born into money or they were just able to really play the stock market well. That's also kind of why I don't really believe in the stock market. Because like a lot of people, what you see is that a lot of people will set up a TFSA account, they'll do their maximum contribution space every year, and they'll invest within that TFSA, or they'll invest within whatever, and they'll specifically invest in the stock market, but it's just like, unless you're like, constantly babysitting your stocks, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like a full-time job. It's kind of what
0: you have to do, yeah
1: which isn't realistic because you can't just babysit them you can't so it's either like you have to leave them for a year check on them you're never probably going to make a lot of money that way that's why i think researching the stock market is like the most important thing knowing what industry you're falling into Mm -hmm. and um how you think like specifically a company is going to work out like if we could have all predicted like Apple would have turned out the way it would have turned out. It's like, yeah, everyone would have bought penny stocks way back yeah. in the day of Apple. But right. that's why I'm saying, like, I don't really believe in the stock market unless you are specifically dedicated into researching the businesses right. you want that's to buy saying, into yeah. and knowing like, how it's gonna probably play out. Like, I know like, a lot of people are like, let's buy Tesla. But it's just like, look like at how Tesla ended up turning out. So it's like, yeah. you need to know when to pull out your stocks too. Mm-hmm. You, you, you gotta know when to say, okay, like, enough yeah. is enough. Like, I'm gonna take the loss or I'm gonna take the gain and leave.
0: Yeah. It's like people just want to invest in it because it's like, oh, just cause for example, use Tesla. It's like, oh, this is the big thing right now. Let's invest in it right now. It's yeah. gonna be huge. It's probably it's like, you have to do your research and know. Cause I at first had that mentality about Stocks like four or five years ago. And I was like, Oh, I've just invest in stocks, become a millionaire, you know. It's not as easy as it like seems. It's
1: probably like the hardest it's job that like is ever old. out there. Unless like you actually just got you're Look like you're babysit. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. unless you're like actually just the luckiest person that like made a really good investment where you're like, I'm gonna invest like X amount of money into this stock that just worked out for you, then like kudos to you. But I don't know, I think right. like, the stock market's too scary of a place to
0: So with that being said in the stock market with the recession, do you find it's better than consumer goods, like Dollarama, best to invest in those when the recession's a low? Because then you know it's gonna get, is it gonna increase as a stock or, what do you think?
1: When buying within a recession, you also kinda have to plan out your recession or be planning for the stock to maybe possibly get worse before it gets better. Because you don't true. know exactly how cheap you can get that stock.
0: good point. Very so true.
1: you're just going to have to either keep watching it, keep babysitting it, you know, analyzing, like, the previous stock history mm-hmm. and, like, the previous um, economy history. Being like, okay, like, I think this is probably the best time I can buy within a recession. Like, this is the lowest the stock's going to get. Whatever the case may be. True. But you also have to accept the fact that it might get worse before it gets better. You have to accept that like usually like when when you're doing when you're within a recession and you're going within to the boom Mm -hmm. it's not like a clean slope, right? Like it's usually like pretty wonky. So it's like you might have to accept that it might go way down at the halfway point before it goes back up. Or you might have to accept that like you're gonna have to babysit it, you're gonna have to take out and you're gonna have to take the gain. When you feel comfortable pulling out, like. True. That's just the way I see right, it. Right.
0: It's not as easy as. Oh, because you can invest in it, and then it could also go down further, and then you'd have less money. And it could stay there. It could also go up, go down, and not actually benefit you as much as you Like I know, I know, to. my
1: father had lost like quite a few. Like I think he lost like ten or twenty thousand dollars once because like. There yeah. You know, yeah. So like. <clears throat> so like he had originally put like. Yeah, I know, I know. He was super upset about it too. It's just like, he had to realize too that, let's say he had put, I don't know, I honestly don't know how much he had put in, but let's say he started with let's say 30,000 and he Mm -hmm. made that 30,000 eventually get into like 100,000. I'm just throwing out numbers here. Even losing that $20,000 isn't necessarily a bad thing because he still came out with a gain. And like a lot of people what a lot of people don't realize and it's like unless you're investing within that TFSA, if you're making fifty thousand dollars off of the stock market, that fifty thousand dollars that year is a hundred percent taxable. So it's like if you're already making fifty thousand, you got a fifty thousand from the stock market, mm. you're getting taxed within like almost the highest tax bracket. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> is that money, like, you're not even making that. Is thing. it even
0: 50000 yeah. at that point? Right. So, then you've explained the tax-free savings account, but can you explain what RRSPs are? Because I know briefly I'm probably less about that than most accounts, but can you explain that one?
1: RRSPs are less fun than TFSAs, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, RRSPs are Registered Retirement Savings Plan. That's the full name sure. for it. Um, so not an RSP.
0: I have RRSP. Yeah, I might have missaid it but.
1: No, RRSPs are, I hate when people say RSPs because that's something different, but anyways. Um, essentially what happens with RRSPs is they come off of your gross income. So if you're making a gross income of $50,000 a year before taxes, that comes off of your gross income. So it literally looks like when you're going to go do your income taxes it looks like you're doing like you're only making $40,000 that year if you mm-hmm. contributed 10,000 to your RRSPs and then this way only $40,000 of your money for that year is getting taxed mm-hmm. at the for, uh, $40,000 the other $10,000 goes into your RRSPs and that money is not taxed so it only gets taxed once you take out the RRSPs and you retire. So right. when you retire, you're like, "Okay, I'm going to take out $10,000 cuz that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I have a savings account. I only want 10,000." Then that money is not actually getting taxed, right? Right. Cuz
0: mm-hmm.
1: you you okay. would be in the minimum income bracket. Right. Besides like your other like old age pension and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you'd be in like, you wouldn't be a taxable person. So like, that's the only way that, you know. And then another way is the fact that uh, you have two options to take out of your RRSPs. Okay. Is one for the lifelong learning plan. So you're allowed to take out, I think $10,000 a year for four years. I think it's four years. Okay. But yeah, so it's $10,000 a year if you're going back to school. And that money wouldn't be taxed yet, but you have to recontribute to your RSPS. Like so if you took $40,000 out to go back to school, that $40,000 once you start working again, you'd have to start recontributing. Mm. So you you have to replace that money, but yes. it's also like you're loaning yourself money that yeah. hasn't been taxed yet, and right?
0: And do you, but do you get charged interest on that no or no okay no. so it's different than and then alone.
1: but you're loaning yourself the money you just yeah, have to so. give it back because it hasn't taxed yet, right, right?
0: <laughs> and, and then to be taxed, yeah.
1: and then same thing with the first-time home buyers plan mm-hmm. so let's say hypothetically like you and Jillian when got a house together she graduated you you're in a good financial position you want to go buy a house together right you each would be entitled to 25000 if you guys both had your own RRSPs.
0: Uh, okay. So you'd be
1: able to put that money towards a house. Oh, shit. For your down payment. Right. And then Sudbury actually had, like, a cool thing that is happening for the rest of this month, actually. And you probably have seen it. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess for, like, rental purposes, like, Sudbury's trying to clear up some rental space and they're offering $29,000 loans, um, interest free for first time home buyers. So you have to come with like your pre-approval for a mortgage from a bank. You have to show like you have a rent receipt and I think there's like a few other criteria that you have to meet and you were able to Oh, and your mortgage had to be under like 300,000. I think it was like 293,000 something. Oh, okay. But you could get up to a, $20, a $29,000 loan to put as your principal payment right. towards the house oh, because okay. Sudbury was trying to clear up rental space, I yeah. guess. Because that was one of the criteria. They wanted you to show a more, like a, a rent receipt to be like, so I guess for whatever reason they are yeah. trying to clear up rental space, and yeah, I thought that was a pretty like, that's a, pretty like cool. yeah, like that's a pretty cool incentive. Because yeah. like that's like a huge concern within our generation. Yeah. Is like it's not necessarily being able to afford a mortgage; it's being right. able to have that principal payment, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to be yeah. like, we don't have enough for the down. That's right. typically the situation for a lot of young people. So, okay.
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, do you have any like, sorry, not jeez. Do you have any brief financial advice you'd give to anyone watching who isn't as knowledgeable about it as you are, and even as base knowledgeable as I am about it? Like, I just read about it. So, I I have that perspective, Um,
1: I think for a lot of people, it's just putting the plan in place. So, it's very important to just like, setting aside money every paycheck no matter how much it is like if you're saying okay like I have all these bills still like I have my car and I have school like OSAP debt or whatever and you're like I just want to get these bills paid off first I think it's really key to just be still setting aside like a portion of your paycheck every paycheck to a specific savings account that you're not going to touch and be like okay like this is this is one setting aside for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to just really contribute to your art to your TFSAs. TFSAs because yeah. every year the government puts a cap on how much you can contribute to your TFSAs. And that's why like I think they're just cooler than RRCs. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if I think the cap this year is six thousand dollars. So you can put six thousand dollars of your money into a TFSA and everything that you make in there is tax-free. You can be putting, you can be investing within a TFSA, and
0: like,
1: I just think, I think it's really cool. So like, that's why I would say like, if anything, even if you're putting $100 a paycheck into your TFSA, like, it's gonna get to a point where like, I right now have like $32,500 of like contribution space. If you don't have a TFSA right now, you're 23, Mm -hmm. he probably has like, almost close to a $40,000 contribution space. So the reality is, like, you might be able to catch up to your forty thousand dollar contribution space if you just keep letting that sit. You're gonna have like hundreds,
0: yeah, like a
1: hundred thousand dollars of contribution space where you're like, I'm never gonna be able to like get all my money in there. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's mm-hmm. important because it's like that's tax-free money that you can
0: you use. could be investing, right? So it's best, to you in your opinion, then so invest like, out of tax free Yeah, sure. so even
1: if you're just putting it into the TFSA and not doing anything with the <laughs> money right away, at least you're putting it there. It's True. there, you can, and then if you take the money out for whatever rainy day you need, or whatever, like, the money's there, you can recontribute, you'll regain that space if you take out from mm-hmm. it, so. True, yeah. okay,
0: that's pretty cool. So what is your, it's just switched off a little bit. Oh what God. does your ideal job look like? Like, take us through a typical day and your ideal job.
1: My ideal yeah. job? So
0: the one you either could be working towards that you might potentially have at the end of your schooling career, or the one you, how perfect world would work out?
1: To not work at all. To never have to work another day in my life. Honestly, I think, sure. as much as I hate, like, marketing and stuff. I think like the world of YouTubing is like kind of amazing that you see so many like young people who are making so much money because of like advertisement through YouTube. Right. So like I I don't know about you, but I love watching like traveling vlogs on YouTube and then just like these people are like living their lives like being able to travel, like film like what they're seeing around them and you know, they're mm-hmm. just genuine like fun people. I think that would be like something like if I could do anything that would be it. That probably won't ever be necessarily the case just because of like who I am. But I don't know. I think it's like really amazing. And it's so cool to see that like there were so many YouTubers that I started watching when I was like really young that like they weren't like YouTube famous and now it's just like They
0: are. Yeah. yeah. It's just like they're That's swimming cool.
1: in money and it's like they were just literally doing it because they, they were in like university or college or whatever and they're like this is just you know i want to vlog my life like yeah. this is like something like i just enjoy
0: it's the whole document the process thing like, it's a lot of fun. yeah
1: and like that's something you like you're super into obviously cuz mm-hmm. we're here yeah, it's and vast. it's just crazy to like just be in the generation that saw that like mm-hmm. i think it's like ridiculous like and then our parents cuz i think our parents are in the same age category yeah like
0: Like late 40s to late 50s within that. And they're just like,
1: they think it's craziness. Like their generation has seen everything. They saw us grow up. They saw like how like technology changed. They went from nothing to like. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's
0: awesome. I appreciate both your times. (laughs) Especially yours right now. Well, obviously especially both yours. I'm the best. I don't know. So, one thing with that is, you mentioned a while ago. I think it was when you guys went to a Toronto car. Show.
1: Yeah, Toronto car show. Yeah, how was it? Amazing. It's good. It's amazing. Nice. Toronto is like the scariest place to me. Like I know you love it, but like oh, it's so intimidating.
0: <laughs> Why is that? Just big, tall, fast kind of. No,
1: it's not even like that. It's just like for you, like you left Ottawa, and like you know the difference between like Sudbury lifestyle. And Ottawa lifestyle, yeah. being away yeah. from home, and I've never experienced that obviously. Right. And it's just like, it's really weird to me to go to Toronto and be in a place where like no one cares. Like traffic is in yeah. the middle of the road. It's nice. People are walking in front of cars. People are honking at honking at each other. You fucking don't know where anything is. Yeah, people are fighting. everything is like friggin' within a kilometer walk, but you don't yeah. know where anything is because <laughs> it's all just. Dispersed, and I'm just like
0: yeah.
1: Instead, where you just know where everything is. Right,
0: yeah, it's fair. As much as it is a 20-minute drive to get there.
1: And it's just like you could stop Still. anywhere, and someone would directly be able to say, "Okay, go here, here, and then here, you're at your." Everyone you you're would at ask point would be able to your
0: question. Someone
1: would be able to answer your right. question, and then you'd have people in Toronto who are being like, "Do you know where this is?" So I'm like, "I'm not even from
0: here." It's like no. Sorry. No. I, do I don't know. I do not speak English.
1: It's just like an intimidating place. Okay. I think if I actually lived there and like, you know, right, it's I, more I, time I got to a bike. More experience. It. And I. They're more comfortable. I finally got a feel for the lay of the land. Like I could do it, but I don't think I would ever wanna live the no. Toronto lifestyle forever.
0: Sure. Even so, you
1: came back home.
0: Yeah, for a bit. We'll see. I'm like looking because I, I don't want to live in Toronto. I think if I did, I'd want to live on the outskirts. Um, yeah. I would 100% go back to Ottawa and live there. Oh,
1: Ottawa's man.
0: so nice. It's a gorgeous city. Ottawa's
1: a much different favorite favorite feel from Toronto. Yeah,
0: and it's much. Both are much different feel from here. Yeah. But in Ottawa, everything is just so much more well put together, and I think Toronto has everything, but Ottawa's laid out better. It is. And that was to Neil's point when we were driving through, Ottawa. he was like, man, like, Toronto has everything, but Ottawa does too. Mm-hmm. But Ottawa's laid out much more smooth, but everyone's like, oh, why is it laid out, well, the bus system? I'm like, yeah, because it's the nation's capital. Like, it it should be, right? But, anyways, where I was going with this was, you mentioned when I was asking you about if you were free on the weekend to record, This was way back, and. You guys are going to Toronto, but you said I have cool videos. You said it's a shame you're not going because
1: I know have cool videos ideas. I feel like that would have been like the perfect vlog yeah. for you. It would have like that's true. Because I know you and um, you went and like visited like the the Tech Nine concert and stuff, yeah, and fun. you just kind of like you blogged it. And yeah, I feel like this would have do. been like it was just like a crazy car scene because it's like when, it, like unless you go to things like that, when are you gonna be in a room full of like. 500 vehicles they're all like pristine like they have the best fitment mm-hmm. like you're not you're not gonna see like wheels like that anywhere else like right I don't know
0: it would been it would have been pretty cool been,
1: yeah
0: yeah that was kind of like
1: we yeah, yeah. ahead.
0: I traveled a bunch when I was with James through Europe and stuff and I wanted to do something with that it's just trying to figure out what to do like, had great story about it you probably have so, so much better, better at it. At it. yeah, yeah.
1: And it's just like now that you're back Some home, but I feel like if you could have, you were also backpacking. So if you would have had like the, yeah. the the equipment to be able to like do it as you went, like, you know, go back home, like go back mm-hmm. to your, wherever you were staying. Yeah, exactly. And like be able to like edit like the video every like week or every few days or whatever you chose to do.
0: Yeah. Like that
1: probably would have made like a cool storyline for right. a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and I don't think, I think looking back on it, I'm happy how it all went, but what I would do differently was I'd try to edit it. I would try to be better at. Yes. I was so uncomfortable in trying to develop because it's tricky with two things. One, being on camera when you're filming yourself and listening it back. Luckily was podcasting and traveling, uh like vlogging when I was in, vlogging when I was in Europe. I'm used to how my voice sounds back on camera, so I'm not like mm, cringy cringey like we all are when we hear the Snapchat's that we're not Intended to be in, and then <laughs> excuse me. But then, with all that, now I'm a lot more comfortable, and I have a developed personality on camera. At least when I blog, like it's a little different. It's not, like, hey because that's not it's yeah. trying too hard to I be find, funny and people like like that's really been, like, like the development
1: you've seen in like some YouTubers too. Is like, you know, I started watching them as a kid because like they were funny to me and they were like so like right kind of outrageous, and now it's just like their style of YouTuing has completely changed. Yeah, I and know. they've found their own. And like that's the thing, that's what I find really cool about like, advertisement as how, advertisement is still like, you still see it on TV, people still right. watch cable, but it's just mm-hmm. like, now it's just leaning so much more towards YouTube. Right. And like, it sounds so terrible to say, but like, I'm kind of excited to see what happens after like, let's say, our Parents' generation is all kind of gone, mm-hmm. and we get to see like what this has in store for like the next generation. Because yeah. I don't think cable's gonna stay. Like, there's no way cable's gonna be like a thing anymore. Unless streaming it's, is all. That's what I was yeah. about to say. Like, you're gonna see like the live sure. streaming for fights and for like sports and yeah. all that stuff. But it's just like I wanna, I wanna see where like the world of advertisement yeah. goes because it's like I remember like watching like when. The Super Bowl would happen, and like you'd be like, oh my God! Like, some people would watch it just for like the commercials because that's when all the new commercials came out. Yeah. And that was just like,
0: yeah. You do it now? through you do it through
1: YouTube. Yeah. That's where all the cool the cool things happen, and it's like, advertisements used to be like a minute long. Like, yeah. they used to be so... Now we
0: don't like the 15 second ads that we yeah, can Yeah, we're like trying to get like rid of them. Skip oh, it's a full iPhone. You can, iPhone buy, app.
1: You can buy YouTube like, Premium now. Yeah, it's
0: like, oh, cool. Dude, $15 your,
1: a month, get YouTube Premium. Well
0: I'd only do it for Cobra Kai. You guys seen Cobra Kai? That okay. So you know the, um, you remember the Karate Kid? Yeah. They do like a whole 30 years later thing with the same actors and actresses. So I think that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I watched it only for that, but I streaming right now is fights only. Fights only. The whole reason I watch streaming is just for fights.
1: See? It's all about fights. The is
0: sick. We watch a bunch of it. I watch, I try to catch. I tried to watch last night's, but, like, we have. Because they train, right? So there's a bunch of people who. They have flow grappling, and a bunch of them have ESPN. So, like, I watched Khabib and. Yeah. Dustin last weekend at the gym, and I was like, sick. That was a sick fight to watch. So I didn't have to pay for that. And then. As well, there's like fights as they go, and a couple people with like Fight Pass, a couple people with ESPN, a couple people with like YouTube Premium. So I'm like, I'll just hang out with you, <laughs> not pay for nothing. So appreciate you guys for that, for saving me some money. But yeah, yeah it's how my streaming thing kind of works. So
1: I don't know. I'm just excited to see where that goes too. Right yeah, me now. too.
0: It'll be interesting. I hope. Commercials still stay, and I hope they still have live stuff. Oh, commercials will always but stay.
1: It's just like how is like how's, how how advertisements going to change, right?
0: Right. That's a good point. So, one last talk we want to cover.
1: One last thing. Oh no.
0: And then I'll you uh, guys to it. Relationships.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: We all know this had to come up because I like talk relationships when it's with women because my guy friends are just naive like girls don't know that much but like yeah but like they say stupid things and stuff so what specifically do you have any relationship lessons learned you'd be willing to share (laughs) what
1: of course you'd be asking me that question I'd ask you if he was here or not Um, we both know this yeah I know I know you always have to like relationships like Dating relationships or like friendship relationships,
0: both, both. Because yeah, because when I had Michaela on a couple weeks ago, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I asked I asked her stuff and I like kind of went down that road as well with her because I want to get to understanding yeah. what like why do you guys do this or like even for example, what are some like like weird things that guys done that you're like I can't why would you do that? Because she had a weird ass one like a guy stopped during sex to say how could your ex boyfriend break up with you, and I was like that's weird. Like, that's pretty weird.
1: I don't have words for that. Huh? Yeah, neither do I. I was like, oh. Okay, here, here's a good one.
0: Okay.
1: I'm gonna connect it to like, someone else. Nice. So, essentially like, one of my sister's friends, she was engaged, she broke off her engagement, and she just <coughs> didn't feel right about it, I guess. Like, she mm-hmm. It wasn't for her. And now I know that she's like seeing more than one person, and like she just... I feel like she's kind of at the stage where she doesn't feel as though, or she doesn't believe that there's ever one person who can fulfill everything in your life, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a super person. You know.: And exist. I, think, I think that's probably like the biggest thing that I've learned is especially thinking of that because when my sister came home and we were talking about that it made me think of just like my past relationships and like being with Cole and whatnot and thinking like you know what like there is never going to be a person who's going to do or say everything right that I want them to it's not gonna happen yeah and I know I'm not gonna be able to give that back right so I think like a key thing is being able to like compromise and, like being able to fill in the gaps that make you happy, so it would be like, you know, I really like doing this, like mm-hmm. let's say dance, I'm gonna say dance for my example, like nice. dance makes me so happy, like I love like going out with like my friends and like that was a huge part of my life, and like you know, guys nowadays, like they don't want to dance with you because you guys all suck, but like <laughs> I know you you do, you do, but like like that's the thing like. If you're with someone who doesn't necessarily want to do all the same things you want to like, do, that, that shouldn't matter if they still make you happy. Right. You're able to still fill in the gaps that make you happy.
0: Yeah, isn't that what it matters, what it comes down to and what it should come down to at the, at the end of the day is if you enjoy and you're happy when you're spending time with them, it's, not about, it's more about how they make you feel about yourself, yeah. right? Than it is filling in like, oh, I do this. I don't want someone because so thought about this, you're like, oh, you want to find someone like you? It's like, I don't know, I fucking hope now. I, no. I don't want to date somebody like me. We argue all the time. It's like, why not just date myself? You know, so.
1: That would be a perfect relationship.
0: Right. For like an eight minutes, <laughs> and then it would be like, all right, I hate this guy. But
1: You're you're a lot to take in.
0: Fair, fair.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, I think like, that's a huge thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you just, you want to find someone that makes you happy and where you're willing to compromise. Like I'm never going to get a reaction from even my friends, like how I constantly want them Mm -hmm. to react to like whatever I'm trying to say, but you have to learn to be able to fill in the gaps and you also have to learn to just, I think compromise is such a huge thing. I remember saying that at the last one. but I remember like just like my past relationships, I think, that's where like a huge thing went wrong and like so many things is like, people need to just be more considerate of their actions. Right. Like even like my sister, for example, like when we were in Toronto with her or even like when she was at home with us, she just, she's been so used to being by herself all this time right. that she's never had others she has to consider in her actions. So it's like, for me, like, it's not weird for me to be like, oh, hey, Cole, like, do you wanna come do this with me? Do you wanna mm-hmm. maybe like think about doing this together or getting this together or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Whereas mm-hmm. she's never had that interaction.
0: Right, she's never been not codependent, but working never, with somebody else yeah. in that way.
1: And like that's 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 like a huge thing people just need to learn is to right, like,
0: just have the open mind is to be able to compromise. the ability to compromise is huge.
1: And to just be considerate, like yeah. You're 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 a team now, like.
0: Right. Let's, let's work together. True. Don't like my way or the highway. Cause it's yeah. Like, well, now it's nobody's way. Yeah. It's like you can drive that highway solo.
1: You're just gonna make two. Uh, yeah. Two people unhappy, including True. yourself. So. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> you mentioned dancing and going to the club. Oh no! Stuff. I, know you're
1: I don't go to the club though. So
0: okay, when you used to whenever.
1: I never used to. Yeah, okay,
0: I believe you. So what's your go-to club move <laughs> like do you have a go-to club dance move
1: no 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 what do you mean no oh he's uh, uh it's not a club dance move I do this in the car all the time the Ariana Grande move and all of her like
0: oh let's see it. just real quick before we finish okay this is seconds.
1: okay yeah this is her new like it's not new she does it on every freaking music your, video yeah, it's all right like, it's like her, like rapper.
0: Okay, you just do that <laughs> in the club. Or you just click, click your. I don't go
1: to the club. Okay,
0: but that's your go-to.
1: Yeah, nice. I do all the time. Fair. That or like. What do I even do? It's like. Okay. You do this.
0: There we go. There we have it. We have it. Nice. So I appreciate your time, Alyssa. Thank you no very problem. much. Thanks for the tea. Nah, no, no problem. Mm Yeah.